afternoon, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. Jonna and I are here together. Say hello, Jonna. Hi, everyone. And we are live today with special guest Terry McIntosh. Terry McIntosh has over 17 years' experience with small businesses and just like you and are going to give us some great tips on how we can work and be successful by design. So, Terry, why don't you give us a little bit about your history and your bio and why, why – and a little bit about your program of Success by Design. Well, awesome. Well, first of all, I'd like to thank you uh, for having me on your show. This is, a, this is awesome. I really appreciate that. So, uh, uh, just yeah, to know, lucky to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, just so you know where I'm coming from today, um, I'm going to take about two minutes and six seconds. Yes, I timed it. Uh, and let you know a little bit about myself. Uh, I found that uh, you know, most people, when they start their business, they're really good at what they do but they struggle with other parts of running and growing their business. So I created my business, which I call the Z7 Business Accelerator. And for the last six or so years, I've worked with entrepreneurs and small business owners to take their business from struggle to success up to 10 times faster. And I do that in three very specific ways that address the most common struggles that I found. The first one is obviously getting more clients, right? Uh, so I work with business owners on uh, the three pillars of their marketing to make sure that they can pull in those clients. The, the, their marketing, the market, their message, and their media are the three pillars that I help them with. Uh, the second piece of that puzzle is systemizing your business processes, the different procedures that you have in your business. Because there's things that we do in our business over and over again, right? So what if we took those processes and figured out the best way to do them and put them into a system? This not only makes you more efficient and effective, but when it comes time to hire somebody and scale up your business, you know exactly what you need to do, when to do it, and how to do it. You don't have to fear the hiring process because, you know, you can say things like, you know, uh, uh, Chris, I need you to do these three things, and here's how you do them, right? And then the, the final piece is the time and priority management, right? Most of us uh, business owners, we're juggling 20 things every day. You know, how do you know which one to grab and work on right now? And how do you know that's the right one, right? This starts, your strategic, this starts with your strategic success plan that identifies what you want to make happen and then the path to get there all the way down to what you're doing this afternoon and how it aligns with the goals you set up in your plan. So the easy way to remember these three areas are basically more money, more time, and more sanity. So uh, like I said earlier, uh, I've run three companies over about 17 years. And I really love to, love to teach, really. And since uh, I have this engineering degree in computer science, I'm officially a technology geek. So like most tech geeks, I'd like to keep to myself a little bit, but but one thing I realized from my first business is that I actually need to get out and talk with people if I want to make a sale. So I've gotten a little bit better over time, but I like to say that I'm a recovering introvert. So I hope that gives you a little, bit, I I you a little insight in my background. So uh, any, any questions yet? Well, John and I could both relate. We're both computer geeks ourselves, and our first business that we had before this one happened to be computer repair. So we relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Awesome. Awesome. I'm glad. I'm glad. So, um, so I hope you don't mind. I have some really cool stuff to share with you guys today and I hope we can get through it all here. And, and then um, also I don't, uh, don't forget the, the free gift that I have for you guys. It's a, it's a three part training series that I just released and, uh, and Hey, it's free, right? So, um, but there's a lot of really good, valuable information in there. It's probably about 20 minutes or so of uh, a video training. It's, you're actually going to learn a lot from these uh, three uh, free videos that I have. 
So, uh, yeah, make sure you go to uh, bizcoachterry.com slash podcast special, and then you can uh, you can access uh, the videos there. And if anybody misses that, it is also on the Blog Talk Radio site, so it will be available there as well as on iTunes. And on Stitcher, the links will be available to you as well. Fantastic. So, All right, well, um, let's get started so we don't lose any more time. All right. So, yeah, um, so let's jump right in. So many of us have a, a general idea of what we want, right? You know, I want to support my family or I want to be wealthy or even, you know, I want to be successful. Right? But what does it really mean to be successful? Right? Does that mean I want $100,000 income per year? Does it mean that I want my peers to recognize me as a big shot? Right? You know, most of us don't have a real clear goal and a roadmap or even a blueprint of how to get there. Right? Tony Robbins calls this a map or a massive action plan. It's really important to be specific and clear about what you want. You know, running your business is like this. It's kind of like um, you know, getting on an airplane when the pilot doesn't have a flight plan. All right, that's probably not a good thing. So what I've done is I've pulled a few lessons from my course I'm going to share with you today. So, again, these things are what are the three things that you need to make your business, to make strong business decisions? How do you prioritize anything in your life? Why hacks and quick fixes are hurting your business? And why you should throw away your to-do list today? And then at the end, if we have a little bit more time, I'll, I'll share with you a process to create intentional results. So what are the three things that you need to make strong business decisions? Right? I know many people, when they're trying to make a decision, they'd say, oh, does this feel right? Or maybe even can I afford it? Or does this make my partner happy? Does this make my wife happy? You know, whatever you use to choose or whatever you use to decide to make that decision. And while that can work sometimes, I've found that most successful business owners look at these three things, right? Uh, number one, what you stand for, right? These, are, these come from your mission and your core values. Number two is what is your current state, right? What is, uh, what is your financial state? What, is, uh, how many, what resources do you have available to you? And then number three is what do you want to become? What's the vision that you have for your business? That's so a lot of people get these things mixed up. They get, you know, vision, mission. You know, if you come from the corporate world at all, you've probably heard these things bounced around. And just, uh, I'll just do a quick, quick definitions of these. Like your vision. Your vision is, uh, it should be more of a direction, right? Looking, some, looking to sometime in the future. The vision statement should, be, should keep your organization focused on achieving this common goal. Right, so kind of like uh, by January 2018, we'll be recognized as providing Metro Denver residents with a premier fine dining experience. Right, that's the vision of a restaurant potentially. Right, uh, the mission, the mission statement helps to clarify what business you're in, your objective, and how you're going to reach that. Your core values, those are things that are deeply ingrained principles that guide all of a company's actions, kind of your cultural cornerstones, if you will. You could call your core values the rules of engagement for how to achieve your vision and your mission. Okay? Hopefully that helps to define what these mean. Now, uh, I have an example here from uh, a Starbucks, actually. They have uh, six different core values that they have all their employees understand. The first one is provide a great work environment and treat each other with respect and dignity. Right? That's one of their core values. I'm not going to go into the other ones, but I just want to give you an example of what a core value would be. Right? So to make strong business decisions, so decide if this decision aligns with your values, what you stand for, right? And then 
will this decision get us closer to what we want to become? Right? Given our current state, can we actually pull this off? Right? So knowing, again, what you stand for, what is your current state, and what you want to become are really strong criteria for determining to make, to make a strong business decision. Okay. And so your, your vision, mission, core values, financials, and resources should all be found in your strategic plan for the year. So does, does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. And I know so many people, we work with a lot of small businesses and because they're online, they don't think that these three things need to be actually written down or anything. We know so many people that go around, you ask them, well, you know, when we do our strategy sessions, you know, what's your core values and your vision? Oh, I haven't thought about that. I just opened up this. You know? Right. <laughs> exactly. And, and what I found that too, because I've been doing this for about six years now, and, and most of the people that, that I uh, speak with, they really have no idea. And they, they really didn't have uh, they really didn't sit down and think about why you know what's important in my business. How do I project myself to others? You know, and you know who do I like to do business with? All that kind of stuff. So, so yeah, those those three things: your vision, your mission, and your core values are something that you should come up with when you when you be, even when you begin your business. Yeah. Uh, so, the uh, the second part of this is uh, let me ask you this. Well, who out there feels like you have 20 things going on every day, right? You're juggling 20 balls in the air every day. And, and how do you, how do you currently manage it all? You don't. Uh, <laughs> <I know. laughs> exactly. Right. So there, there's so, there's so much going on. You know, when you actually sit down and figure out everything you have to do to run your business, there is a lot happening, right? So how do you know what task you're supposed to do first? You know, how do you prioritize these things, right? As it, whichever task is screaming the loudest at you, you know, or. You know. <laughs> That's usually what happens with us. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what happens with us. It's usually our clients are, we have a really, I love our clients. Don't get me wrong. They are fantastic people, but we have a couple of clients that we don't, we really don't, know what we're going to do for the day until that particular project is the one that's on their plate. That's got to be done right this second. Mm-hmm. We have got to drop everything that known to man, because that was got to be done. And it's so funny because it's usually something that could have been done a week or two in advance, mm. but they didn't prioritize. They didn't put these, the things that you just, just talked about into action. So of course, now it's the day before it's due or it's an hour before it's going to go out. And now it's got to be done right now. So what you, what you actually teach, I know a lot of people should actually get in on. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. It's, it, you end up in firefighting mode, right? You're just putting out this fire, then running over here, putting out that fire. And it's, it's really a, a stressful way to run a business. And so let me ask you this. What if you could have enough time to get to the tasks that made your business grow instead of just putting out those fires. Would, would that be beneficial? Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. So well, I'm going to share with you a great way to do this. So back in the day, President Dwight Eisenhower created a way to address this issue. And actually, Stephen Covey, the, uh, the guy who wrote The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, he made it famous. And uh, you, I've heard it called the Covey Quadrants. I've, I've heard it called you know, many different things, the Eisenhower Matrix. Uh, really what it is is a way to prioritize anything. And to, to prioritize anything, you only need to know two criteria. It's really cool. Is that 
is this task urgent and is it important? Those are the two things that you uh, apply to each of the tasks to figure out where they fall in your priority scale. So let me define those real quick for you. So important, right? It's important you need to ask, will this task make a difference? Will it make a difference in my life? Will it make a difference in my business? Will it make a difference in my relationships? Whatever that is for you, that's how you can know, is this important? Will it make a difference? And then urgent is you need to ask, what is the time pressure or the deadline for this task? Right? If the deadline is three months from now, it's not that urgent. If the deadline is 10 minutes from now, then yes, it's, it's highly urgent. Right? So hopefully that makes sense. So once you've done that, you can write these down in different, in different quadrants, if you will. So if you have a box and you make the box into like four other, four other boxes, you have different quadrants within this. And you put in the uh, high priority, high urgency in one, high importance and low urgency, low importance, low urgency, and then low importance and high urgency. The different, different combinations of the two things, right? That's what you put in the different areas. And then there's, there's what I call the four Ds. And this is how you act upon that. So the four Ds are do, decide, dump, and delegate. Do, decide, dump, and delegate. You want to spend your time in the, in the different uh, quadrants that have high importance and low urgency, right? These are the ones that are like um, relationship building, planning, strategies, Right? And in, in that, you decide when you're going to do it, right? This lower stress and higher impact, right? When you have high importance and low urgency, right? Hopefully that, I'm throwing out a lot of words there that sound very close. Hopefully that makes some sense, right? The one that we're in, the firefighting mode, that's when it's high, highly important and highly urgent, right? That's the one we try to avoid, but sometimes we can't. And the D that applies to that quadrant is you just have to do it, right? You just have to get on it and, and, and do the tasks, right? So if you have high importance, high urgency, you have to do it. High importance and low urgency, you, just, you can decide, you can schedule it in. If it's not important but very urgent, that's what those kind that you can maybe delegate to someone. Right, maybe uh, some some emails or phone calls, some kind of some meetings, or just general busy work. You know, maybe you can delegate that. You can outsource that to a virtual assistant or somebody like that. So uh, the and then the last one, if it's low importance and low urgency, uh, just dump it. Right, especially if it's in during your work day, you can just dump it. Right, save those activities for your off time. So so again, you want to spend your time in the the category that's important but not urgent right so i've had some people come up and ask me after i've I've taught this they say well what do you do when everything is important and urgent and what i tell them is well the the tiebreaker really is which is closest to the money right in your business if you're making these things to decide how to prioritize things in your business, which one of these things are closest to the money? For example, if I have to make a change to my website versus calling a, a client back, right? Calling the client back is higher priority because I'm closer to the money by dealing with the client than I am by setting up my website. So does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. Yep. Awesome. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> So, so what, uh, what is your advice for those people? Because we hear it all the time. They're afraid to delegate. 
They don't want to oh, let it go. What is your advice bit, to that? Yeah. Right. So that that problem is solved when you create. Uh, it's a different topic actually from what we're talking about today. But when you when you create what I call business systems. So when you have things in your business that you do over and over again, you document how those things should be done and you know how, how they should be done, when they should be done, and sometimes why. And what you do then is you give that you know, from your standard operating procedure guide, right? you give that to the person that you, you're trying to delegate so they know exactly how to do what you need to have done. And so you don't have to fear it. Right? They have to follow these guidelines. Right. Sure. Right. And uh, most, again, most people, um, gosh, maybe, maybe one client that I've had in the last six years has actually had something like that. So uh, if, if you don't have this yet in your business, then it is, uh, you don't, don't feel bad because it's, it's, it's something that will separate you from other businesses and make you much more productive and much more able to delegate. But it's something that you need to take some time uh, to do. Most definitely, most definitely. Okay. So, uh, so this a big question then comes, how do we know which tasks to do and, and when? Well, we, we prioritize them, right? But, uh, but then how, how, do we, how do we know which ones they, which, when to do these things, right? Again, this information comes from our strategic plan for the year where we schedule out the things that we need to do to move our business forward. So the, uh, the, uh, the next topic is, you know, Okay, well, let me ask you this. Can anyone guess why hacks, shiny objects, and quick fixes hurt your business? Well, I know for us, it, it takes away from what needs to be done. I mean, you're constantly, I know, I know people that spend hours and hours and hours in Facebook trying to compete with other people in Facebook, and it's like, <laughs> that's not helping you. You need to designate a certain amount of time, and that's what you're going to go in, and that's what you're going to do, or... Somebody starts mm-hmm. up a program and they're like, oh, I got to do that too. <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. You got to focus and say, one thing, let's get it done. Let's get it done well and, you know, take the slow roads. But it's hard because you hear from everybody out there, you know, I mean, you see it all the time in Facebook. I earned $5,000 today. I made $10,000 today. You know, yeah. uh, the classes, you know, make $7,000 in a week. And it's easy to get <laughs> captured in that. It it certainly is, and you know, and I'll be honest, I've I've fallen uh, you know, prey to that myself. You know, there's there's been so much in in my you know, I've, I've run three businesses, uh, like I was mentioning, and you know, you always feel like, well, gosh, there's so much that I don't know, and you know, or if if I just did that, I would be more successful, right? If I just bought this course, and that would be so much better. Uh, so, you know, the the problem is is that we end up so scattered. You know, we try this and we get halfway through it and then we, oh, I'm, I'm going to go do that because that sounds better or that sounds easier or that sounds like it'll help my business more. And, and really what it, it ends up, like I said, it ends up getting us more distracted as we jump from thing to thing and never really understand how this is going to affect our business. So to, so to understand this better, we need to understand the difference between two related but really often confused words. And those are strategy and tactics. And so strategy is I'm going to build a house because I want to be warm and safe. And I have this blueprint to guide me. All right. The strategy is the what and why I'm going to do something. The tactics are I'm going to go get a hammer and some nails and this board. So I have something to pound the nails into. All right. That's how, that's how you're going to accomplish something. 
Right? Many of us in our businesses, like we just mentioned, we, you know, we go out and we buy more hammers expecting that to help us build the business a bit faster. Right? So when, what we really need is to step back and to see the bigger picture and how all these different tools can be used to build what we want to build. Right? So we need that blueprint or this plan to see what this whole thing is going to look like. Right? So hopefully you can see the correlation between this house building metaphor and, and your business. Because right? like I said, I, I've been guilty about this as well. Right? You go out and you try the next hack and, and hope that that'll be your magic bullet. You know, and when it doesn't work, you go out and try the next shiny object. Now, I'm not saying that buying tools are bad because you should know how that tool, you know, you should know these things, but you need to know how that tool fits into your business building strategy, right? Otherwise, you know, what happens? You, you bounce around trying things, ended up spinning your wheels, and you never really move the business forward, right? You lose focus, you lose momentum, and typically lose a lot of money. And does that benefit you? Probably not. Right. So, um, so another example, uh, a, a good strategy is I want to position myself as an expert and be considered the go-to person in my field. All right. That's the strategy that I want to accomplish this year. All right. That's the what and the why. So the, a tactic to make that happen is I'm going to go out and do more speaking. I'm going to get on more podcasts. Right. I'm going to maybe buy an online program to learn how, right? But the, but the program itself isn't the goal. The goal is I want to position myself as an expert and be considered the go-to person, right? So the difference between strategy and tactics is, is, is crucial because most of us don't consider strategy at all. So you need a bigger picture plan or a blueprint to make sure that you're doing the right things and heading in the right direction. Right, it's kind of like that, uh, what I said earlier, it's kind of like the, the airplane, the, um, the airlines without the flight plan, right? That's not, I wouldn't get on that airplane, right? But that's how many of us run our business. We run it like an, air, an, uh, an airplane without a flight plan, right? So, so guess where the information can be found in your strategic plan, right? So this is your business's blueprint or your business's flight plan, right? So I, um, uh, to come, come out of this, I have my clients focus on the top three big goals that they want to achieve this year, right? We call these focus areas. Then we decide the strategies, the projects, the resources needed to make those focus areas come to life. Then all the tasks, all the tasks that they do each day revolve around making those a reality. And so it's, it's really important to understand the difference between the, you know, the how to do something versus what it is you're trying to accomplish, which is your strategy, right? Does that, uh, does that make sense? Yep, that makes perfect sense. I have a question about that. How yep. would you, what seems to be the biggest obstacle when you're dealing with new clients or talking to people about this? What seems to be the biggest obstacle that they have in sitting down and making that plan? so that they're not just spinning their wheels and wasting their time. What seems to be the biggest problem that they say that keeps them from doing that or really keeps them from accomplishing or seeing that big picture? Yeah, that's a great question. And um, I mean, it, it varies from client to client, but a lot of them, they just think that, oh my gosh, this is, I'm not going to get any value out of this. This is going to take forever. You know, maybe they worked in, in, in the corporate world where, 
you know, they had to do parts of this, you know, for their boss or something, and they hated it. And, and so that is a um, that is something that, that you have to overcome that. You have to realize that um, it doesn't take forever, first of all. I mean, the, the course that I have, my Bulletproof Business Blueprint course, uh, you could probably get through it in, you know, with all the homework and everything in maybe a, maybe a day or two. It's not like you have to spend months and months and months planning this big document that's going to sit on a shelf someplace and not get used, right? So um, it's, if, you, if you set it up in the way that I teach, it's a living document that you're going to refer to on an ongoing basis to basically guide how you're going to, uh, how you're going to really operate your business. What, what projects are you going to work on? What, what's my uh, next marketing goal, for example? Uh, when is it that I need to hire somebody? And all these things uh, can be found within the, uh, the, the strategic plan or, or what I call the, the, your business blueprint. So did that, did that help answer that? Actually, it did. It was a big help. The other thing I've got is, is I'm curious about, and it's only because I'm, I've actually had a client actually tell me this because I asked them, do we need to do something similar for their business and the goals we wanted to get done? And her answer to me was, well, if I do it now, I have to stick to that and I can't change it. And it's going to be what it is the whole year. But I'm going to, I'm assuming that you're going to tell me that that's not true. This is also a living, breathing thing that is obviously going to be changed and tweaked as needed throughout the year. No? Exactly. Yes, that's exactly right. You know, the analogy that I use is that airplane analogy again, right? So just to say on a trip from Denver to San Francisco, that airline is going to be off course 90% of the time. And so they're constantly making adjustments, making corrections, getting back on course. Okay. So you can think about it in two different ways. Uh, number one, the, the strategic plan is going to help guide you to get you back on course if you, if you tend to go off, right, which all of us do. Uh, and, and another way you can look at it is if your business changes, right, if, if you have a brand new business, you know, you might, you know, change maybe your target market four or five times in your first year, to, you know, just so you make sure that you, you're targeting the right people, for example, right? And so your business direction might change. You might be refining, you know, what, what you produce, you know, what service you provide to these, uh, to these end clients, Right? And so when you do that, when something big in your business changes that way, then yes, you need to go back and revisit. Um, but because of the way that your plan is laid out, you know that, okay, if I make a change here, what else is that going to affect? Right? You, you can actually go back and say, okay, well, if, if I make this change here, okay, I'm going to have to change my marketing. Okay, I'm, I might have to hire somebody because I don't have a lot of expertise in that area. And it, it really positions you in, in a way to make those business decisions in a more logical fashion as opposed to just a gut feel. Right. So it allows you to see where you're going to need to make the changes rather than running around going, oh, my, I, I can't do this because I don't have this or I don't know how to do this. If you have that plan in, in place, what you're saying is basically you have the blueprint to know where things are going to need to be adjusted and changes for that, which is actually really cool to know. A lot of people probably don't even realize that if they had that plan in place, that would make that a lot easier should a change, a major change have to come be done. Yep, exactly right. And, uh, and that's another good reason to have that plan, too, because there's, there's many things that, you know, if, if you don't have, if you haven't thought forward on, on a lot of these things, which 
by the way, that strategic plan makes you do. It makes you think about what's coming up this year. You know, you can be surprised halfway through the year, like, oh, my gosh, I never anticipated this change or I never anticipated that to happen. Whereas going through the, um, the process of creating this plan, uh, you do what's called a, a SWOT analysis, your strengths, your weaknesses, your um, threats, and your opportunities. And you, you make conscious choices based upon that analysis. And so then you can, you know, maybe you, you don't have a crystal ball, right? You're not going to be able to predict, but you can, you can be prepared for, for potential threats that, that come in, you know, down the road a little ways. So does that, does that, uh, does that clear it up a little bit? Actually it does. It really, really does. It was very helpful. I'll have to, I'll have to remember that advice down the road. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, so the, the next thing I want to jump into here is uh, just I recommend that people throw away your to-do list. And people look at me funny like, well, what do you mean? You just told me to plan all this stuff. I'm going to throw away my to-do list. Well, so let me, let me uh, clarify that a little bit. So your to-do list, uh, it's a great place to capture tasks, right, the things that you have to get accomplished. But the problem with the to-do list is that we rarely prioritize the list. And we almost never tie these things back to our bigger picture goals, right? The things that are coming out of our, our plan. And rarely do we ever schedule them on our calendar, right? Some people do. Some people might do a couple of these things, but hardly ever do we capture all three of them. So, you know, and quite often your list gets to be, you know, way too long. And, and a lot of times I know when, when I've done this, you know, you, you, you tend to just like give up or get overwhelmed or you never really get to the items at the bottom of the list. Right. Am I right, or am I the only one doing this? No, <laughs> yeah, we're we're guilty. <laughs> yeah, okay. Very right. guilty. Okay, good to, <laughs> good to know. All right. So, um, so based upon what I've said in the past, or you know, in, in the in earlier in, in the talk here, um, I've given you a way to prioritize your list, right, with the, with the Covey quadrants, and I shared with you that. You know, you need to know why you're doing this task, right? So it'll be a whole, whole little bit more importance when you know that, hey, this is going to be moving my business forward, right? So if the, uh, if the task doesn't tie back to one of those focus areas in your blueprint, it probably shouldn't be a priority. And there can be certain other things, right? You know, some personal things that might come in that, yes, you need to prioritize those. But I'm talking about strictly, you know, business tasks, right? So what I recommend instead is my clients create what I call a daily action list. And I have, uh, I have templates for this that, that, they can, that they download and use that um, after they create their strategic plan or blueprint, they generate these daily action lists. And there's, that, there's three things um, that you need to have on this list, right? So there's the things that you need to do, and there's only three things that you should be um, putting on this list every day. And these, what, these three things you're going to prioritize and schedule them in, in time blocks. I have this saying that, that says, if it, it's not real until it's on the schedule. Because a lot of times we have things floating around in our, our heads and we get distracted and it never really, we never come back to it. Right? We just forget about it until the next day. We're like, oh, crap, I had to get that done. And then you know, it may or may not be too late. Whereas if it's written down and it's on the, on the calendar or on your schedule, then when you get distracted, you can always come back to it. Right? And you, you, you know what it is that you're supposed to be working on. 
So then you work on your number one priority until it's done. Right? I mean, it is your number one priority for a reason. Right? I call this focus one. Focus on your number one goal until it's done. And uh, un- I mean, unless another thing jumps higher in the priority list, then of course you have to shift and, and rearrange things. Right? But if that is still your number one priority, that's what you should be working on. You know, and like I said, if, if, you do get, if you do get distracted, which we all do at some point, then you can look at the, your daily action list, see what you're supposed to be doing, and refocus. Then you know what to do, why you need to do it, because it's related to your goals and your plan, and when to do it, because you have it scheduled. Right? So can you see a little bit now how we're starting to design our success? Yeah. Awesome. That makes perfect cool. sense. Cool. So uh, I think I think we're we're still doing okay on time, yeah. Yeah, we've got 26 minutes, and if we go over, that's okay. They can still get the full episode and the recording. Awesome, awesome. So um, so the last last part of this presentation here is uh, I want to share with you four steps to what I call designing intentional success, right? Because uh, you know the the main point of, of creating a, a success plan or having your business blueprint is that, you know, you want to know where you're going. You want to create results, create intentional results, not, you know, uh, well, I'm glad that happened. You know, that's a, that's a good, happy thing that just happened to me. You want to, ha- you want to be proactive and say, these are the goals that I want to meet. And here's the plan that I have to meet those goals. Right? So the first thing is you want to know what you want with crystal clarity Right? How do you define success? You know, you, you guys. How, you know, how, how do you define success? It'd be different. It's different for everybody. So, so figure that out. Figure out. You know, having a, a specific outcome. Like for example, I, I have this, this formula that I use. That I say, you know, by this date, I will, and then whatever result I want to achieve. So that I can, you know, and how it benefits you. Like, so, for example, by January 1st, 2018, I will have $10,000 in residual income so that I can take a, two vacations every year. All right. So, you know, by this date, I will have this result so that I can and figure out how it benefits you. So that helps you to, to get that specific outcome. So, so that's number one, knowing what you want with crystal clarity. Number two is create a blueprint for how you'll get there, right? We talked about that uh, through this whole talk, how important this is. And I've actually identified 12 areas that you need to focus on in your business. And obviously, we don't have time today to go into them all. It would take several hours. But you can get access to them through the gift link that, that, that we've been talking about uh, during, during, this, uh, during this talk. Uh, so, and then another thing in the, the blueprint, you want to narrow down to three focus areas that you'll tie all of your actions back into, right? So it could be, I don't know, improve lead generation or make more passive income. Uh, these are the big picture areas that you want to uh, achieve in your business this coming year. So that's creating the, the blueprint for how you're going to get there. Uh, number three is commit to take action, right? Plans only work if you work the plan. You can't make, a, make this document and then go put it on a shelf someplace. It's not going to help you. All right? So work the plan. 
schedule your actions, right? Like I said, it's not real unless it's on the calendar. So committing to take action is number three. Number four is actually following your plan, right? Avoid distractions and their shiny objects, as tempting as they may be. You, you have to try to avoid them as much as possible unless those things fall into your plan. If part of your plan is learning how to do Facebook ads, then by all means, go out there and, and learn how to do Facebook ads or hire somebody that knows how to do them well. And you know, that's going to help your lead generation, for example. Right? And that's something that you have planned on doing, then go for it. And then stay focused and accountable. Right? Uh, find somebody that can either hold you accountable, a friend, a business, uh, another business owner you guys can be accountability partners with, another coach, whoever that might be, but to help you stay focused and accountable on those goals that you want to reach. Right? So there's a, there's a great quote that I heard that says, we succeed or fail based on the decisions we make and the actions we take. So the, the most successful people know what they want, and they make a definite and concise plan, and they take action on that plan to create intentional results. Right? So uh, I'm opening it up to any, any questions that we might have at this point. Um, you know, if, uh, if, you, if you like this information you want to learn more, uh, I've given you access to, uh, to my free three-video uh, training series that uh, I just launched last week. So hopefully uh, uh, you guys can check that out, and that will help you. Uh, in this process as well. So, um, again, that link is bizcoachterry.com slash podcast special. And, uh, and you guys said that you, you have posted that link as well in, uh, in, for your information, right? That is correct. Yep, we posted it also on the, on the recording. So everybody will get a copy of that. Also, if they have any questions, of course, you can hit us on our Facebook page. We're more than glad to get that link back over to you. All right, fantastic, fantastic. So, um, what, what questions do you guys have for me regarding this topic? Well, I know, like Jonna and I. I mean, that's one of the things that we did. Uh, you know, we, I came, both, all of us came from the corporate world, so okay. that was one of the first things when we opened up our virtual assistant business. To sit down, I think we spent what almost two months, Jonna, making the business plan of what our vision was. You know, what our 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 line, our red lines were going to be and stuff, and you know, we, we've made our mistakes through the lines and we've changed a lot of that. I mean, if we go back and look at our first business plan and look at it today, it's entirely different. So, I mean, sure. I, think, I think it's important for people to be able to, one, know when to say no, because whatever your core values are, you have to stand up. It's not about the money. It's not about anything else, because as soon as you take on somebody's business that goes against those core values, the money is never worth it. Oh, it, it's bad. It's a really bad scene if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> and and we got it. We're guilty of doing it, so I mean we understand. <laughs> but it oh, always yeah, ends it. <laughs> I do have a question, though. Um, yeah. Did you run into these any of these same issues in your own business when you were setting things up that you're now helping people to learn to deal with, or all the above? <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to there, make sure people uh, always tend to tend, people tend to want to you know have a little more faith in somebody when they're t- talking to them about something if they know that they've actually been there themselves. 
Oh yeah, uh, definitely. Like I said, you know, I've been doing this business for about six years now. This specific business, I mean, I've had other ones, other businesses that I've run for uh, longer, but this business for uh, for six years, and uh, I have I've made so many mis- so many mistakes. I don't even like to admit it, but yes, I have. Um, and it's really uh, I've 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 changed direction probably three or four times just in this business alone, and. Uh, and if, if if somebody would have said, you know, hey Terry, go do this, right? To, you know, take this take this course and do the exercises, you know, get get these things clear in your head, uh, you know, it, w- the direction you want to take this thing. You know, if, if I had that guidance, then I could have shortened my learning curve by probably three years. Oh wow! Okay, good to know. Good to know. Um, then one more question. If, if, what, what would your be your advice to somebody possibly starting out in a business as far as implementing this when they weren't exactly sure where they needed to, to go as far as where they needed to sit down that somebody's just starting out with their business, they've got kind of a vision, but they're not sure. What would your be advice, your advice to them to implementing these steps for you? Yeah, um, I guess. I mean, I mean, I, I hate to sound like I'm, I'm over promoting this thing, but I mean, there, there's a reason that I created this course, and uh, I mean, because I went to all these different websites and I tried to learn this this information. You know, how, how do I create this vision? How do I create a you know a, a mission statement? And there's so many. It's funny. On one of my videos, I showed there's a, a couple billion different results for if you say, you know, how, how, how do I, you know, or business help or, you know, planning, you know, business planning, that kind of stuff. There's billions, literally billions of hits. And so how, how do you know, how do you, how, first of all, how can you trust, you know, what's coming from this person that just typed something in their blog? Um, you know, how do you know that they know what they're talking about? And, and you know, if, if you need help, follow up help with that, how, how are you going to get that? Right. And so there's, there's lots of different, you know, does this apply? Is this going to apply to my business? A lot of the stuff that I found out there was for, you know, larger businesses or um, for like a very specific, like a landscaping company. This is how you do it. Right. It wasn't anything generally for service-based companies uh, that are, you know, less than 10 people, which is my target market. Right. So that's, that's where I, I came up with this, this course to help them with that. Uh, I have uh, different videos and worksheets, templates that uh, that walk you through all of this, uh, all this information on, on a very step-by-step basis. So, and then I, I do offer uh, support in, in in regard to that as well. Um, so, you know, to be honest with you, if 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 I was just starting out, I would want somebody to say, "Hey, you need to go check this out. I think it's really going to help you a lot and get you pointed in the right direction." So, um, Good hopefully you know. that. that <laughs> so, and, and then the way to start is with that free gift. You know that, um, that that'll definitely get you going in the right in the right spot. And let me tell people that say, "Oh, I've been in business for six years. I don't need any of that stuff. I'm doing just fine." <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a great question. I actually have that. Um, hold on just a second. I, I think I have that exact um, response in one of my frequently asked questions. 
documents. So um, hold on just a second. Let me pull that up, and I'll tell you how I answer that question. All right. Let's see. So I thought I had that exact question. Maybe I don't. I think I'll add that. I think I'm going to add that to my frequently asked questions now. So if, if you've been running business for, for a while, then I would ask, when is the last time you did an analysis on your business versus your competition? And part of the strategic planning is, like I mentioned before, is that SWOT analysis, that strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. A lot of times when we get into business, you know, after a few years, we get kind of complacent. And we, we tend to ad- adopt the, uh, the mantra of, you know, hey, this has, worked, this has worked so far. Why change it now? When things right now, is, we see it all around us. Our world is changing so fast that even, you know, sales or marketing techniques that worked six months ago aren't working anymore. So I would say that to, to that person, you know, when was the last time you actually looked at your business? When was the last time you actually looked at your processes? And do you, do you have your goals outlined in a way that everybody in your company can see what those goals are so they know what they're working towards. That's one of the big things that your strategic plan can do for you is it gets everybody on the same page. And so you make sure that you are, you're moving, you, everybody's going the same direction with the business. It's good advice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Any, anything else? What else you got for me? I'm eager to answer any questions you got. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we do have, uh, let's see, 13 minutes if you want to go through the process to create intentional results and just touch a little bit on that, and and then we can go from there. Okay, well, that that was those four steps that I outlined um, a little bit earlier. Oh, okay, uh, I'm sorry. Knowing what, what you want with crystal clarity, creating the blueprint for how you want to get there, uh, committing to taking action, and then following the plan. All right, that's, that's essentially the, uh, the four steps that, that I have for creating those intentional results because you have to know what the results are that you want before you can set out a plan to, to go get there, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And don't be afraid to ask for help if you don't know. It, yeah, oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, there, there's so many people that I – that I want to work with, but everybody has this do it yourself mentality, right? That, you know, well, I'm, I'm going to figure out how to do this all by my, all by myself, which is, you know, I, I get that. And it, it, I mean, that's fine, but don't treat your business like a do it yourself project, right? There, there are so many things that you don't even realize you don't know. Yeah. That, you know, bring somebody in who can give you a different perspective and a little bit of uh, assistance can, you know, like, like I mentioned earlier, when I was in that situation, I, 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 let me say this. My business took off once I started reaching out for help. 
Uh, once I started actually you know, having somebody hiring people to come in and help me with my business, you know, help, you know, I, I, I hired probably two or three different business coaches myself uh, to, uh, to help me understand certain things, help me, you know, move things. Cause um, the price that you pay for that is infinitely worth it because one thing that somebody says to you might totally shift your direction of your business and make it take off. And that you would never have thought of that in a million years. So that the whole do it yourself mentality, you know, I mean, it, it's great if you want to, you know, build a garden or a doghouse or something like that. But if you want to build a serious business, it's not a do it yourself project. So yeah, definitely reach out for help whenever you get stuck. Yeah, we hear people all the time, you know, tell us, oh, you know, I'll go ahead and do the website. You don't have to worry about that. And we all, you know, and I always sit down and say, okay, let's think about this logically. You're going to pay me X, Y, Z dollars, and it's going to take me this many hours. How many hours is it going to take you to do it? Right. And you could have used those hours charging new clients your money and be making money. Exactly. People do not value their time. They, they think that their no. time is free. And, and really, the, your time is, is anything but free. I mean, if you, if you want to make $100,000 in a year, you have to be charging 50 bucks an hour. Right? Right. So if, you, um, if you're sitting there twiddling your thumbs, you know, trying to figure out how to do something, or you're just like, you know, Googling everything, uh, trying to figure this out, you know, is and it takes you three weeks to figure it out, you know, what, what, what is that? That's $6,000 of, of your time just went out the window. Right? Hopefully I did that math right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's right. We'll forgive you if it's a little off. We all yeah, get the, the point, though. <laughs> yeah. But, 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 yeah, it's, it's a, a lot of money that you're wasting by not moving your business forward. Right? Exactly. And, and yes, it's, yeah. it's it's okay to learn these things, and that that's perfectly fine. But learn at an accelerated rate, you know, by having somebody guide you. You know, there's a reason why we went to school for however many years we went to school. Right? It's because other people know stuff that you don't, and they're willing to share it with you. So yeah, definitely, if if you need help, or I would say even before you think you need help. Reach out to, to uh, somebody that can help you uh, make make some of these decisions and, and guide you along that path. You know, the, there's a there's an analogy that I heard. So, if you're imagine like if you're a golfer and you're you're teeing up and you know you're looking down the down the fairway, how at that starting point the the tee is your starting point, just like where you are in your business right now. That's your starting point. If you make a a millimeter adjustment at the starting point, what do you think is going to happen to that ball down the fairway? Right? It's going to either be on target or off target by a lot more than that millimeter once you get down the fairway. All right, does that make sense? You hit that ball a millimeter off, it's going to be 15, 20, 50 yards off target. That's true. All right. So getting help in the beginning so you can make those little micro adjustments in your business is going to make huge, pay huge dividends down the line. So that, that would be my advice. No, that makes perfect sense. 
it actually makes perfect sense. Awesome. Well, thank you. So, uh, well, thank you, you so it? much, Terry. I appreciate you sharing your, your insights and your advice and, you know, all of your stuff. Uh, go ahead and give out your Facebook pages and everything so people know how to reach out and touch you or you just want them to go out to your website. Um, yeah, the best place to, to reach me is, is at my website, bizcoachterry.com. I have a lot of uh, blogs, uh, you know, fr- free blog training there. I have uh, downloads that you can have to, for specific areas of your business that you're interested in improving. And then, of course, you know, um, the, the podcast special as well. And are you still available and taking on clients? So if clients are interested in getting in touch with you to, be hire, to hire you? Um, yeah, if, if you're interested, then what I would suggest is uh, you, you can you definitely reach out to me through through the website if you want. I have a contact form there. Um, you can, uh, if you want to schedule a, a free 10-minute consult, um, I can offer that as well to figure out if we might be a good fit for each other. Uh, that would be at bizcoachterry.com slash free call. Bizcoachterry.com slash free call. All set, right. Set up a quick, Super. Quick Again, you can reach us on Facebook at Your Virtual Assistance. You can also reach us at our website at yourvirtualassistance.net. If you have any questions or need to get hold of uh, Terry McIntosh, just make sure that you hit us up on Facebook and or Twitter if you use our at Your Virtual Assistance or at Your Your CA Assistance. We'll be more than glad to get in touch with uh, get you in touch with Terry as well. Jana, any other final words you got? No, other than thank you so much for joining us today, Terry. You really, really gave me a lot to think about and a lot to possibly pass on to clients, some great advice, and we really appreciate you taking the time to spend a little time with us today. Well, thank you very very much for having me on. I, I, like I said, I love teaching. I love sharing what, what I know and what I do. And hopefully um, the people that are listening to this can, can use this information and really help them help their uh, business grow. I know we're going to go get that video series to see what else we can learn. Again, that, that video series is located at bizcoachterry.com slash podcast special. Do not miss out on that. That is over an hour of free video training. Thank you again, Terry. We appreciate you being and joining on the show. We thank everybody else for listening, and we hope to see you all next week, Thursday at 4 o'clock Central Time. Thank you again, Terry. Thank you so much.